Welcome to the Intuitive Eating and Body Positivity Podcast. I'm Terry and I'll be talking about all things intuitive eating, body positivity and health at every size, and shaking off weight stigma, diet culture and food rules so that we can all have a better relationship with food and our bodies. Hello. Hi, how are you? It's been a minute, right? It's just been so busy. It's been so busy these last few weeks. Um, there's been work to do. Oh, there's been a lot of work to do. And I've been assignment writing and, um, had pool tournaments and oh, there's just been all sorts of things going on. Busy, busy, busy. Just finished me tea. <laughs> me tea. Are you a tea or a dinner person? Um, in my house, it's breakfast, lunch, tea. Or is it? Sometimes it's breakfast, dinner, tea. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What is it? What do you say? Breakfast, lunch, dinner? Breakfast, dinner, tea? Breakfast, lunch, tea? <laughs> oh, the possibilities are endless. And then when you throw in the mix, things like brunch and supper. Oh, not a supper person. I don't say supper. God, blooming complicated, this English language, isn't it, eh? No wonder so many people have trouble learning it. <laughs> um, How are you? Are you good? Are you doing okay? Um, Right, what should we talk about today? What should we talk about? Um, I'm going to talk to you about a thing called four questions. Now, I'm not taking all the credit for this. I did not come up with these four questions, but... This was introduced to me through another podcast, not a podcast on intuitive eating and body confidence. It was a podcast on something completely different. But when I heard about this method, this four questions method, I thought this is perfect for intuitive eating. This is perfect for body confidence. So I thought I'd bring it to you. And give you a little insight into it. And then get, it's another tool to have in your toolbox. Something else that you can try in a, in an effort to improve the way you feel about yourself and the way that, um, the way that you are with your body and the way you talk to yourself, that sort of thing. So Byron Katie came up with four questions. And these questions are all about challenging thoughts, right? They are about digging deeper into what you're thinking so that you can actually make sense of what you're thinking and remove some of the suffering that you're creating through your thoughts, right? All will become clear, I promise. So Byron Katie is basically, um, she's now an author and a speaker. Um, but basically she was just this normal everyday person and she went through this experience, um, uh, a spiritual experience and out of this came her method that she developed. It's known as the work. She'd been through these experiences and had this suffering and stress 
And she figured out that when people are put into painful positions, things that lead to suffering, um, they think about things slightly differently. And she figured out that what you can do by using this work, by using these four liberating questions, is to question these thoughts, really dig into them, and turn them around. And you can change the way that you think about it. You can change the way you see your situation. You can change the way you view your life. It's really interesting, really, really interesting. For example, you might tell yourself that you look terrible, you're fat and ugly, and your clothes look awful on you. Right? We've all been there, haven't we? We've all had those days where we look in the mirror, we hate everything we see, we talk ourselves down, and we tell ourselves how disgusting we are. Right? So let's use that as the concept for these four questions. So question one, she says, ask yourself, question one, is it true? Sounds basic, right? Sounds like a basic question to start with. When you look in the mirror and you tell yourself that you look terrible and you're fat and you're ugly and your clothes look awful on you, it's crucial to question how true that is. In the world of intuitive eating, we are challenging the ideas, aren't we, that our worth or our beauty is determined by our body size, our shape, what we look like to the outside world, don't we? Everything we think about ourselves is based on what other people will think of ourselves. And we don't give ourselves the respect and the care or anything. We just base it all on this external appearance that we're putting out there. So the first question is to ask yourself, is it true? When you look in the mirror and you're saying those things to yourself, ask yourself, is it true? Is it actually true that you look terrible, that you are fat, that you are ugly, and that your clothes look awful on you? Is it true? I'm willing to bet that if you actually answer that question truthfully, 99.9% of the time, it's going to be no. Now, admittedly, if you are really unwell and you haven't showered for a week and you haven't brushed your hair and you're walking around in some scabby old pyjamas with holes in that equally haven't been washed for a week and you're getting a picture, right? Then, yeah, you probably, (laughs) you probably do look terrible, love. But when you're getting ready, to go out for the day, when you're getting ready for work in the morning, when you are just getting ready to go write your business, is it true? Do you look terrible? Do you look fat? Do you look ugly? Do your clothes look terrible on you? Do they really? So when you question the validity of those perceptions, you can begin to shift towards nicer thoughts, a nicer way of talking to yourself, a way of accepting yourself. So that's question one. Is it true? So look in the mirror. Is it true? You'll start to, you'll, you'll, when you, when you do that, when you ask that question, it's almost like you're having a conversation with, with yourself because you look at it and you go, is it Terry? Is it true? And then other Terry goes, "Mm, don't know. Let me have a think about that a minute. 
maybe, maybe not. And that initial thought starts to waver, doesn't it? So then question two, after you've asked question one is, can you absolutely know that it's true? So even if your answer to question one was, yeah, it's true. Then question two is, can you absolutely know that it's true? A hundred percent. Can you absolutely know it's true? So let's go back to that thing. I look in the mirror. I look terrible. I'm fat and ugly. I, uh, my clothes look terrible on me. They look awful. Um, and then I say, is it true? Yeah, it's true. Okay. So question two, can you absolutely know that it's true? I'm like, well, now I'm not so sure because maybe somebody would like it. And as you start to reflect on that question, you begin to recognize that your perception of yourself is, is a perception and it's heavily influenced by all these beauty standards and diet culture comparisons against other people. But you, as you dig into whether you can know that it is a hundred percent true, you start to realize that actually these standards are subjective. They're ever changing because what you think you look like is going to be different to what somebody else thinks you look like. Maybe somebody else loves these scabby pajamas rolled out of bed after a fortnight, not showered in a month, uh, just finished vomiting. Look. <laughs> oh God, can you imagine? Oh no. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to put that on you. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if you are actually that person today. I'm sorry you feel so ill. Um, but do you know what I mean? Somebody else's opinion of you will be different to yours. It's subjective. It's always changing. And that makes it hard to define an absolute truth about your appearance. Yeah, does that make sense? So you can't say that it's absolutely true. You can't 100% know that that initial statement is true because you don't know what other people are thinking. And I know it's not important what other people think, but I'm just trying to show you that it's not an absolute truth because it's a subjective opinion. And you know, intuitive eating, body confidence work, it encourages you to challenge these thoughts, to challenge that your worth is solely tied to your physical attributes, to embrace that beauty comes in all these shapes and sizes. Scabby pyjamas or no scabby pyjamas. And it's all about embracing all these different people, all these different types, all these different aesthetics, cultivating a more inclusive and authentic um, culture. Culturing a culture? Cultivating a culture? I don't know. You know what I mean. So you've asked yourself if it's true. And then you've asked yourself if you can actually 100% prove that it's true. Well, we've established that you can't prove that that's true. So question three then is how do you react when you believe that thought? Right? So 
consider you're standing in front of the mirror. You're saying you look terrible. You're saying you're fat and ugly. You're saying your clothes look awful on you. What is the impact of that on you? What do those negative thoughts do to you? What do they make you feel like in your body? Those negative thoughts, they often lead to a cascade of harmful emotions. Shame, anxiety, dissatisfaction with your body. And in the realm of intuitive eating and body confidence, then you're encouraged to respond to that with self-compassion. You're encouraged to be kind to yourself while you're rewiring all these thoughts, while you're trying to turn them around and make them more positive. So by recognizing that your worth is far, far beyond what you look like and that your body deserves kindness and respect, then you can start to um, nurture those behaviors, nurture those thoughts and to bring about a better, more positive relationship with food and your body. So think about that. How do you react when you believe that thought? You know, can you channel into that a little bit now? I mean, I don't want to bring your day down. So if you're in tip top body confidence today, don't do this now. But next time you catch yourself talking badly to yourself, check in. How does it feel in your body? What are your emotions doing? How how does that feel to you? How are you carrying yourself? How are you presenting yourself because of those thoughts? Then question four is, who would you be without that thought? Imagine a life where you just let go of those beliefs. Imagine a life where you didn't think you were terrible or fat or ugly. Imagine your life where you just knew that your clothes look good on you. How does that feel? Without the weight of all of those negative thoughts, without thinking those bad things about yourself, can you then embrace the beauty and the strength and your uniqueness that you have? Can you then make choices based on self-care? Can you make choices based on pleasure? Can you make food choices based on enjoyment and nourishment? Can you do things for yourself rather than thinking about other people and external sources and validation from others? If you could let go of that negative perception, could you open yourself up to a more joyful, fulfilling relationship? Um, could you enjoy food more? Would you then honor what your body wants, what your body needs, what your body desires? Could you then have this amazing self of empowerment, this sense of empowerment and, oh, the self-acceptance. If you didn't think those negative thoughts, could you then feel like you accept yourself? Even if you didn't love yourself, remember, we're just going for acceptance. You don't have to love yourself. But if you didn't think negatively about yourself, you could accept yourself. 
So, you know, we've started this by saying, well, is it true? And then we've said, is it a hundred percent true? Can you prove it's true? And then you're thinking about what it feels like in your body, how your emotions feel, how your body feels, the negative outlook that you have on life. You know, how do these things make you feel to think them? And then who would you be without that thought? What kind of incredible, confident, strong, powerful woman would you be if you could get rid of those thoughts? Right? Are we already feeling better about this? Are we already feeling like we can approach things slightly differently? Yeah. Now, here's the game changer. This is the last bit, the turnaround. This technique is like breath of fresh air. Honestly, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It just fits in with intuitive eating and body positivity perfectly, doesn't it? It's about challenging the ingrained beliefs, about embracing alternative viewpoints, you know, viewpoints that aren't yours. These viewpoints that you've learned over the years, well, let's take in other viewpoints. The turnaround is the stage that it it kind of gets you to explore and question your beliefs around your body and food and take on other perspective and challenge the societal norms, challenge beauty standards, challenge diet culture. And instead of viewing your body with judgment and criticism, the turnaround is about shifting towards self-compassion and acceptance and honoring your body. And you can cultivate this intuitive, compassionate approach to your body then. And it lets you trust your inner wisdom. You know what I'm always saying? You've got to listen to what your body's telling you. You've got to listen to what your body is asking for. You've got to listen to what your mind is telling you that you need to let go of and, you know, what you need to do to make your body happy and healthy and um, comforted and emotionally safe, all of that. There's this thing, there's this inner wisdom that you know is there that has been masked for such a long time because you've been um, drilled down, chipped away at by beauty standards and diet culture and stuff. But if you could trust that inner wisdom, you could trust your inner being, your absolute soul, and make those choices that align with your well-being rather than external expectations. Can you imagine what your life would be like? You could completely redefine what health means to you, right? All of a sudden, health wouldn't be about, um, I don't know, running half an hour on the treadmill, followed by um, 20 minutes on the rowing machine and, um, a spin class. Oh, and just eat salad. You know, health would be something different to you. It would be this complete package of a well looked after, well nurtured body. It wouldn't be about the appearance anymore, right? It would be this holistic perspective that encompasses your physical, your mental, your emotional well-being your soul, what you need. 
So take those four questions next time you're having a terrible day. When you're next having this crash of body confidence, next time you're looking in the mirror, telling yourself how bad you are. Um, Next time you're criticizing yourself for losing control around food, for example, you can use these four questions. They just work so beautifully with intuitive eating and body confidence. And you'll start to get these insights. You'll start to get these um, ideas of how your brain works. You'll start to catch yourself earlier. You'll start to automatically shift what you're thinking. You'll start to question yourself and your thoughts more naturally. You'll have this, you know, this better peace, this inner peace. So your four questions, take them and use them. Is it true? Is it absolutely true? (laughs) How does it feel to think the negative thoughts? And then the, the absolute best one, who would you be without that thought? And I love that number four. I mean, numbers one to three just completely put into perspective the, the, the way that you're talking to yourself and the fact that it's not true. But number four is just brilliant because it puts you in this headspace where you're like, oh God, imagine my life. Imagine what it could be like. So take those four questions, use them. And when you do it, post, post in the Facebook group or send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, whatever. But let me know, let me know, let me know. Because it blew my mind when I first heard about this method. And, um, I think it could be a really good tool for you. So I leave you with that. I leave you with the motivation to go and use those four questions. Uh, I can't wait to hear how it helps you. Can't wait to hear these insights and all about how empowered you feel and how much better you feel about the way you approach things. So I really, really look forward to hearing from you. I will speak to you next week. Before you go, I would just like to tell you about brand new support options. So I love making this show. I think you know that by now, but it does take time, money, resources. And if you are a subscriber of the show, I appreciate you. It makes it easier to keep this show going. As a subscriber of the show, I am now giving you brand new options. So join me on Buy Me A Coffee and I will give you, depending on what level you subscribe to, community chat, topic suggestions, you get to vote on future episodes, you get bonus episodes where I can go deeper into the discussions, give you exclusive bonus content. I am going to rant. I am going to give you my cold, hard truths about how I feel about some of these subjects. I am going to give you way more insights into my thoughts than you get on the actual standard episodes. You'll get personalized question and answer sessions. So you can send me your questions. I'll answer them in a dedicated episode. You will have early access to episodes. You will get discounts and offers. It doesn't matter what tier you choose. Your support means the world to me. And of course, you can continue to 
not subscribe and just be here as a listener. That's all cool too. But if you'd like to subscribe to the show, hit the link in the show notes. It's the one that ends in cake, (laughs) of course. And join me over on Buy Me A Coffee. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance for your support. Right, you really can go now. Go hit that link. See you soon. Bye.